All right, welcome to the England Logistics Podcast. My name is Caden and I'll be hosting today. And this discussion is part of an ongoing customer experience initiative that England Logistics is hosting. And we're hoping to speak more to the culture and how we can better emphasize customer experience, particularly within our company and the vital role that that plays. And today, the primary cornerstone that we're going to be discussing is that of trust and strategic partner relationships in terms of customer service. And I feel especially privileged to be sitting down with two industry experts today, and both of them have really, I'd say, pioneered in a way in their own um, regard and responsibility, just how to implement trust and strategic partner relationships in their own role. Particularly, I've even had the privilege of sitting down with one of these individuals before, and I've got with me Angela and Lance. And by way of brief introduction, Angela is a senior account manager at England Logistics, and it's very seasoned in providing her customers with exceptional experience. And I can personally testify to that in that I have recognized her before in another interview um, for her exceptional performance. We also have with us Lance, and Lance has been kind of a fan favorite at England Logistics for always being able to lend a hand and provide excellent feedback to um, our team here actually within house at England Logistics. And so with that being said, if we could have Angela go first, if you would just tell us a little bit more about your daily role and what your responsibilities look like. I'll be happy to do that. My name's Angela. I am the senior account manager um, in full truckload. Uh, what I do every day is talk to customers, see what their needs are for trucking services. And then I get with carriers and my team here and we provide the trucking services. So what I do all day is look for trucks, talk to customers, see how we can provide their full truck load or whatever type of mode of shipping that they're doing, um, you know, on the daily for the best price that we can with the best service that we can. So that's what I do every day. I watch the market. I have to study and, and understand what's going on, different types of trucks, different types of trucking and how it is that we can help the customers. And Angela has been doing that um, really powerfully for some time. Angela, how long have you been with England? I've been with England for seven years. Um, I did four years in the uh, dry LTL department and three years in the full truckload department. So I've been here for a little while and I did trucking before I came to England as well. So been doing it for a little while. That's wonderful. And it shows in your performance. Um, again, she's just somebody that has been especially helpful to those that she interacts with. And so with that being all, let's move on over to Lance. Lance, if you could tell us a little bit about your responsibilities and what your day-to-day -day sort of looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am a logistics coach here at England Logistics. I've been uh, with the company for about nine years. Uh, I've been a logistics coach for about five and a half years. And I have a team of account managers, um, kind of like Angela. I mean, uh, most of them are newer account managers. I have some new account managers, some that have had a little bit more experience. And then you get the seasoned one like Angela. And so there's different varieties of coaching throughout the, the process. But um, the coaching consists of building relationships with the customers, uh, how to approach the customers on, on, on the sell side of it, maybe overcoming objections, and um, provide feedback and coaching, really. Awesome. And Lance, of course, if he's an expert with some of uh, these individuals that he interacts with. He has certainly a talent for people, but something that's a little bit lesser known about Lance is he's also um, a Halloween uh, costume expert. 
I think expert is actually an understatement. He's invented some pretty incredible things. And so let's dive right into the topic. When we're talking about trust and strategic partner relationships, if we can go to Lance first. Obviously, you work with a pretty diverse set of internal customers, teammates all around you. So when you're trying to facilitate trust in your own team, what does that look like for you? That's a great question. I think it's, there's a lot of uh, intangible things to build trust. I think that first off, the, the, the team or whoever you're dealing with needs to, needs to know that you, that you trust them, right? I think that they have to be able to feel that they can come to you with any challenges that they have, and they have to know that there's an open door and you're going to listen um, to their ideas and give feedback. Sometimes it's um, maybe it's not what they want to hear. Sometimes it's exactly what they want to hear. But I think having an open mind and being able to have that dialogue and build the relationship and not just business relationship. I think that I, I know a lot personally about my team and what goes on behind the scenes and what they're dealing with at home and and um, some of the challenges that they may face. And I think that that kind of carries over with the customer too. If you know what the customer's challenges are, you know what they're dealing with, then it's a little bit easier to, to kind of relate to them. Those are great comments. Actually, in the last episode of this podcast, we talked about just how essential the relationship element is in providing quality service, um, that it helps really to facilitate that trust, as you've talked about. And in Angela, obviously, working with us here, we have a culture that's very, very emphatic about being team oriented. And for you, what trust has, or excuse me, how has trust played um, a vital role in your experience at Angle Logistics? I think trust goes a, a lot into what we're doing, you know, with with the team, with our leaders, with our customers, with our carriers, all of it. You know, somebody comes and pays you a big sum of money to move a load and, you know, are you going to be able to handle it? Somebody on your team comes to you with a question, are you going to be able to help them? You know, with, this is a job where uh, a lot of our ethics come into play. You, We come from a place, I think, here in Utah where we've got good value. We've got um, excellent leadership in our company. And so working with my other teammates, you know, I can only do my very best to uphold that trust and, and what I can do to do my job at the very, very best. You know, I don't want people to think that I'm incapable or inept in, in some way. So if I don't know a question, if I don't know something, I go and seek it out. I have to be able to have answers so that we could have those logistic solutions. Yeah, that's wonderful, especially some of that emphasis that you placed on just how vital um, ethical practice is in being successful in whatever your responsibility is. And hoping to um, explore that thought a little bit further, Lance, do you have any thoughts about the role of ethical practices in your responsibility or just general observations? I think that um, one of the most important things in relationships and with team members and with customers is, is do what you say you're going to do. I think in today's world, it's very rare that people actually do what they say they're going to do. I got a lot of people that say they're going to work hard. I got a lot of people that say they're going to build a great book of business. I got a lot of people that say they're going to follow up. But a lot of times that doesn't happen. And I think that as a leader, and as somebody uh, that's looking to build a book of business, or you got somebody that's more seasoned like Angela that has built a big, great book of business, it, it's doing what you say you're going to do. That's why the, her customers like her so much is because of that. And I think as a leader, if you tell your team you're going to do something, you need to you need to go through and you need to get it done. You need to make sure that they know that, that you follow through and that if they ask you to do something, it's going to get taken care of. 
again, awesome comments. It seems really that a lot of these cultural values that we hold in England logistics, especially that of accountability, communication, they're really harmonious to developing these relationships that are worthy of trust. And it, I think it speaks to the importance of trust. And Lance briefly touched on, Angela, you've had some fantastic success in your time here. And as we're talking about trust, I want to specifically identify what has been the result for your customers or the product when you have facilitated a relationship that is really dependent on trust? What have you observed that's unique in some of these relationships? Well, not only are the customers coming to me, you know, consistently saying, hey, can you help us? But then they're also making a lot of referrals. Since the start of the COVID, we've had a lot of customers that usually ship, you know, alcohol or clothing or food, but now they're shipping hand sanitizer, face masks, plastic gloves. And these people are coming to, you know, their friends or, or who they know and saying, hey, who, who can help me? I need somebody that can help me do this. And so most of my business recently has been referrals from those that I've worked with, um, you know, either carriers, co-workers, customers, I mean, you name it. But I've got a lot of people coming to me saying, hey, we understand you guys can help us out. And we've, you know, just hear highly of you and your company and what is what it is you can do. So by having that trust, I think that, you know, it's it, it brings us more business and, and make, puts us in a good light because we can handle what it is we say we're going to handle. And if we can't, then we, you know, put our nose to the grindstone, work with those and say, all right, let's figure this out. There's got to be a solution. So what can we come up with? And that's a big thing when you're working in trucking and logistics, you know, you, you don't just drop the ball. You say, okay, what can we do to solve this? And that's our biggest thing here, I think. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's a pretty intuitive idea that you've introduced, but I think it's one that's often overlooked, is that by really, really making sure we invest in relationships that are worthy of our trust, not only, you know, do we have an obligation to do so, but of course it has some pretty tangible benefits and an increase of business and the quality of business as well. And so now that we've really identified just how desirable this quality of trust is in these relationships, I wanna offer this question to both of you actually, and we can start with Lance here. What, if you have an individual that desires to have more of a role of trust in their relationships, but they're not sure exactly where to start, and this could be internally or externally facing, what would be some of your best practices that you would share with this individual to facilitate trust? Well, first of all, I think that you have to have self-confidence in yourself, right? I, I talk to my guys about this, my gals and my team members about this all the time is they, they'll come to me and they're like, I, I just don't know if I could do that. I'm like, look, you gotta, you gotta have enough confidence and self-confidence in yourself to be able to have that conversation, right? And I think you have to be able to, get to the position where it's not so transactional. It's more, it's, you'd be able to be able to relate to people and find commonalities, right? Whether that's fishing or whether that's camping or whether that's hunting or whether that's crocheting, whatever it is that you can relate to this, this customer. I think that that's, that's vital. And I think kind of the same thing when I'm dealing with my people, it's, it's training them, it's coaching them, it's making them feel special. It's making them feel like they are somebody. And uh, if we if we feel like we're important and we have that confidence, it's easy to portray that and it's easy to resonate that with who we're dealing with. Yeah, I think that's a very no, I think it's a very astute comment that part of the equation of trust is us, you know, if not the largest part of that formula there and making sure that we're prepared and that we're in a position to be confident, like you said, 
in what we can offer and um, and what we can really bring to the scenario. And so Angela, do you have any thoughts that you can contribute to that discussion as well? Yeah, same thing that he was saying. Um, you know, work with your team and, and have the confidence. You know, there's been many times where I come in and I'm dealt with, I'm dealing with a situation where it's like, oh no, what do I do? You know, you got to think outside the box. You got to reach out to your resources. You got to get opinions from other people. You got to, you know, just know what it is that you're dealing with so that uh, when, when the time comes and you're in a situation, do you have the confidence that you're going to be able to deal with it? Do you have the confidence to be able to say, hey, okay, there's a problem. Let's, let's work to fix it. You know, you, that's, that's, I think what it is a lot of the time, just having that self-confidence. I agree. And I love this idea that really it takes an investment in ourselves to be able to effectively facilitate that trust. If you're able to execute on that effectively, obviously you'll see a result in the quality of relationships that you fostered, but also in Angela's earlier comments, an increase of business, um, which is a pretty exciting thing. And so just concluding here, first of all, I just want to say how grateful I am that we're able to have two of these individuals that have been in the industry for several years speaking to such a vital part of the customer experience. And also would conclude with the thought that trust really is an integral part of this process. And it's one that can be indispensable if we'd only make it so. And so again, thank you for your thoughts and looking forward to the next episode. And thanks again for joining our England Logistics podcast today.